You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's WWE Main Event After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's WWE Main Event After Show. And we got the old-school WrestleMania music playing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we are brought to you by Bing. Bing is for doing. And we are doing the last Main Event After Buzz before WrestleMania 29. Welcome, everybody. I am professional wrestling's voice of choice, Christian Rosenberg. Welcome to another edition of Main Event After Buzz. But as always, I am not doing this alone. Alongside with me, I got my good friend, Mr. Cameron Cash. How are you, sir? I am your wrestling gossip sensation. I am Cameron Cash. <laughs> All right. And, and I am humble Kaori Take. And she is humble. <laughs> and actually... Um, actually, I want to um, just real quick. Actually, some uh, somewhat serious. We're happy now uh, that that core is you know hanging out with us because she she had she had a very interesting um, couple days after after our last after buzz to say the least. Um, I don't know if you want to film or you want me to. F- um, film um sh- uh, yeah, I mean, I was in a, a car accident on Friday. It was a very big one. And I, my car flipped over. I thought I was dead, and I woke up, felt like someone gave me a breath of life again. So, but but here's the thing, and like all the people listening, and everything can attest as we can on how friggin' tough. Uh, like she should be a divas champion. How tough she is because oh, yeah. literally she was in a car accident on Friday. The next day, she was working at WonderCon. I mean, it was just absurd <laughs> that, like, I would have been like, I'm not going anywhere for a while. I'm just going to rest. But we're glad every- that you're safe and everything's okay. And we're Thank ready to you. rock out this last main event and and kind of like our WrestleMania prediction show. We're happy you're here, Corey. We're yes. happy you're here. So, Thank you. So kicking into main event for the week of April 3rd. Obviously, not really much of a show this week, which we expected last week because we got the whole build-up for WrestleMania. Uh, that music is going on and on. <laughs> I'm, just like, I'm just going to keep it going. Like, we went through the serious thing with the music playing. Whatever. <laughs> it's like the Guile theme song. Everything goes, with- everything goes with old-school WrestleMania theme music, yes. <laughs> but it's still not Guile theme song. It, it was not the Guile theme not. song, no. It was better. Do? Because it was WrestleMania, nah, the showcase of immortals. Um, but anyway, we, we kick off. Um, we'll go through main event real quick because there wasn't a whole lot on it that was new. And then we're going, <laughs> and then we'll go through all of WrestleMania matches. We'll like give our picks and kind of analyze each match and have some fun with it. So so we kick things off with the Miz, not at commentary, but in action. He's coming down to the ring, and and luckily for us, that means on commentary, Michael Cole, we got JBL for main event. John which, Bradshaw Layfield, which I love. I was just kind of bummed that there really was only one match that he got to call. Because I love JBL immensely. Um, now, we got Miz come down, wondering kind of who he's going to face. 
we hear a primetime player's music hit, so it's like, all right, is he taking on Darren Young or is he taking on Titus O'Neil? Note, for some random <laughs> odd reason... It's a handicap match. It's a handicap match. There was no backstory, no, like, pickup. It's like, hey, you're just going to randomly face a tag team by yourself tonight. Um, Let's yeah, do it. <laughs> I, I didn't get that at all. Like, uh, what, you want to make the tag team division look weak if they lose? Or do you want to make Miz look like Superman if he wins and he's not even on, you know, the actual WrestleMania card but the pre-show? Yeah, like, handicap matches, handicap matches are designed for if you're a giant... A, like a psycho <laughs> or just some insanely strong man like a Ryback. Miz ain't any of those. Um, so. He's, you know, your like average height, average weight, good wrestler, <laughs> but, you know, should not be being forced into handicap matches. My favorite thing about this is I discovered that primetime players have t-shirts now. They do? They came out with new t-shirts. Oh, I don't recall that. Yeah, okay. you like those shirts. I, I, I would wear one of those shirts on the show if someone wants to buy it for me. I think, I think one of them mentioned to buy one, too, on the show. Oh, yeah, Darren. <laughs> Darren Young, like, before the match starts, he looks at the hard cam. He's like, buy this shirt now. <laughs> it's like, all right, that's. <laughs> and then cameras start. start excuse me. Uh, Christian started going online and buying one. I'm just kidding. The joke is dead now. Because oh, it's okay. It's okay. It happens. All right. <laughs> what can you a for effort. I just want to say that when I see primetime players, it looks like uh, some. It looks like they came out of like a 1970s time machine. You know, with isn't uh, it great? I love it. <laughs> but you know, Titus O'Neil, he's got to get with it and grow an afro as well. I want to see these guys with afros, both of them. You know how long it'll take Titus O'Neil to grow an afro? He com- considering he's completely bald. Hey, that will take a little while. So what? All little right. by little. <laughs> well, because the front of their T-shirts does have the the pick yeah. on it. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, before the match officially kicks off, you know, that match that makes no sense for us to have, uh, Wade Barrett, um, he shows up. He's like, don't worry. I already see the look and fear in your eyes on my arrival here. But, you know, I'm just here to observe you one last time before you become the next victim of the Barrett Barrage. And goes and joins Michael Cole and JBL on commentary. I think he needs to quit with this old Barrett Barrage thing. <laughs> Nobody really barrage. cares. Barrage. Barrage. I, I, I don't know how to say it. Um, JBL sounds very excited for Barrett to join him on the commentary. Um, and, they, you know, they ask him about the match that they had on Raw, um, not this past Raw, the Raw before. You know, it's like, well, you know, Miz got this title shot mm-hmm. for beating you on Raw. And Wade Barrett admits that he didn't bring his A game. <laughs> Why would yeah? Why would you do that? Ex- yeah, how how tough are you? I mean, you know, you know, when you're a heel, you can make an excuse. You know, he could have talked about how you know could have talked in length about how Triple H cost him because that was the one when he got the low blow of doom, as I like to call it. Right. Um, but he, the cerebral blow, the cerebral low blow, as you yeah. But there really wasn't much talk of that at all. It's just like I didn't bring my A game, and he you know he got the better of me that week. Mm-hmm. What <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's like, what are you saying, dude? Um, and, I mean, you know, a lot of times I'll break down certain moves in the matches. But this whole time, I'm just watching this match. I'm like, how weak does this make the primetime players look? That they're on main event in a 20-plus minute match Very against long. a guy who's not a champion. Right. It's it's very puzzling. I don't really know what's going on Yeah, it felt here. a little it's... random. For uh, me. I mean, yeah, the only thing that really stuck out was that that standing fallaway slam that Titus O'Neil did on yes. Miz in the middle of the match, which yeah. looked outstanding. Was cool. I hope he does that more often now because that you I've never seen someone do that before. 
and mm-hmm. I'm I'm okay with that. Well, I would like to see primetime players more often in general. I would like to. I've been one of them to have. I've been one of them to be Team Hell No for the titles. I want yeah, them to have the good. titles. But honestly, they remind me of Harlem Heat. So I would like to see them like really win the tag title. Well, Harlem Heat won them a bunch of times, so that would make sense. Yeah, yeah. And and even like you know we're not really paying too much attention to this match. And the commentators, even with Wade Barrett there, they're not paying attention. They're asking Wade Barrett, "Who's going to win between Triple H and Brock?" Is it really? He has nothing to do with that match. Yeah. <laughs> Got to like, remember, man. Main event is like a huge advertisement for WrestleMania, the next well this week, yeah. and a huge recap for Raw. So no, but to uh, be fair, main event sometimes they have some of the best matches I've seen. Oh um, yeah, of course so. that too. Yeah, they got some great matches, and like honestly, I and we all knew that this week was going to be pretty much nothing but mm-hmm. the WrestleMania buildup, which is fine. But if you have an actual match, let's talk about the match. You yeah. know. Uh, it's one of my biggest complaints with main event because it's really hard to follow sometimes. Like, like as I said before in previous shows we've done, like I got to mute it sometimes just to understand mm-hmm. what's going on during the match. Right. But but yeah, um, when it, when it's all said and done, um, with a two commercial break, twenty plus minute handicap match, uh, Miz makes Darren Young tap out to the figure four. Miz defeats them cleanly, and you know then you know kind of has a little bit more of a shouting match with Wade Barrett. And that's the end of that match. <laughs> I mean, like that's really all I'm. That's really all I want to say about that match. This is like a, at best one and a half star match for me because really because it was just there was no point to this match whatsoever. It was way too long. <laughs> Primetime players looked incredibly weak. I feel terrible talking so negatively about this match, but I was like annoyed at this match. <laughs> Maybe because there were so many different promos leading up to WrestleMania with all these recaps or of um. Rob Maybe. Raw, then they had Miz and Barrett kind of having their actual standoff before the Raw. Uh, the I don't know. Preview. This this match did absolutely nothing for me, and if anything, yeah, just made me hurt the primetime players more. But you what, did like the shirts. Well, they debuted new T-shirts and then lost to one guy. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What, what would you What would you rate the match, Cameron? On a psychological level, I understand what you're saying. It makes the tag team division look weak. It looks primetime players look weak, and really, do does Miz? Does he even deserve that? I mean, he's not even really on the WrestleMania card. He's on the pre-show, and it's kind of... Yeah, we'll I get kinda, to that in a minute. Yeah. I'm upset about that, too, but go on. <laughs> when I get to that, I'll say something as well. But overall, <laughs> this was like a... I actually thought it was a solid match. It had, it had some entertaining aspects to it. I liked how Titus O'Neil, uh, I think it was almost like a variation of the Gorilla Press Slam on The Miz. and That's the follow-away slam. Oh, okay, you called yeah. it the follow-away slam. Well, yeah, the one that... Like, that Really, probably was made famous by Razor Ramon when he held him and then threw him back, but like fell down with it. Right, right. Where in this case, Titus stood up; he stayed on his feet. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. That was beautiful. Um, the match, I would have given it a higher rating, but it looked like he messed up Titus when he wanted to sweep out Miz's leg, and he looked like he missed the wrong or sweeped out the wrong leg, which kind of made it look really goofy because Miz like turns around and they just like continue, and it was just kind of weird. Overall, I give it actually about a two stars. That wasn't much higher than. <laughs> well, well, well. When was the last time that Cameron rated something higher than me? That's the. That, that. And, and it is a solid point. Yeah. As well. What, what would you have rated it, Corey? Um, I might be a little harsh this time around and just give it half a star. No, <laughs> I would just give it like a one. Six eighths of a star. A one. A one. A one. You gave the lowest of the three of us. I don't know. I was just I I wasn't uh, attracted to this match in particular. I did like the move that you mentioned, and I always like watching primetime players. But 
it just felt like it wasn't necessary. Mm-hmm. That's obviously it was supposed to make Miz look just super. Miz, amazing. Miz looked super strong for <laughs> for the Intercontinental Title match. Which is, I mean, <laughs> come on. Um, I don't know. And then and then really, as far as any like new material on this week's edition of Main Event, um, you had Matt Stryker backstage had a little interview with the Big Show. Um, you know where you know where he was saying you know, like you know some say that you're the wild card on this team. Mm. I don't know what that noise was. Uh, <laughs> Someone's cell phone. All right. Um, <laughs> I thought it was your iPad. Would have. Oh, <laughs> please remember to turn all your cell phone devices on silent or off before the start of show. <laughs> Honestly, I thought it was the other device, but it no, could, no problem. It's in my pocket. Now. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. Um, so you know he was asking you know so you know some say you might be the wild card you know. Is it? But Big Show, some think that you know he might be turning over a new leaf. Are you turning over a new leaf? And Big Show looks at him, is just like, I am, you know, like so mean, vicious, and that's exactly <laughs> what Seamus and Orton want. They want me to be mean. They want me because you know I'm not friends with them. But it's about you know retribution mm-hmm. on what the Shield has done to me. Uh, blah blah blah. You know, just your simple like you know this Sunday the Shield's in for beating. Blah and, blah. As, as much a basic as, little promo. As much as Big Show wants to look vicious to to me, uh, he just comes off still as I just still see him as like a big baby. It, it doesn't he doesn't really seem like someone I'd even be afraid of, at all. Oh my! Oh, huh. well, it's funny you say that. Here comes the big show. No, I'm kidding. Um, he's in, that I would win. And a <laughs> oh statement like goodness. that. In a statement like that, I would love Big Show to walk in here so you can see how colossal he is. Yeah, he could be colossal, but he could also be you know a colossal uh, nice guy. You know, nothing really too. Uh, I think there's so many different adjectives to describe him, and a big baby would not be one of them. <laughs> I don't know. I could just see him just, you know, giving me a hug and saying, what's up, Cameron? And that's about it. I don't think he could hurt a fly. Wow. I think he's a good guy inside. I don't see nothing vicious in Big Show. I'm, and it's I, been nice knowing you. I hear silence. That's all I'm just saying. <laughs> 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 all right, but, but in a nutshell, that was everything on main event other than recaps, but we're about to get into those because we want to break down all the WrestleMania matches for you guys here tonight. Mm-hmm. Here are our predictions. So, you know, we're this is just kind of like our special WrestleMania prediction edition. Um, and we might get like that little prediction music uh, playing, um, to, you know, because we got what well, we got 10 matches here that, that you know, we're going to predict. And, and I'm going to keep score because I think it'd be a fun little thing to see which one of us happens to get the most right. Um, you know, just for fun. And, you know, maybe, like, whoever wins, I don't and, know, maybe um, ne- maybe next week I'll, like, I'll buy, like, a little toy belt and you'll have an elaborate entrance or something. Yeah, I mean, guys, if you have any idea what the winner <laughs> should have, let us know. Yeah, or... like, if, if, go on the chat room. If you have a suggestion, you know, throw it, go in and throw it on there. Because, um, you know, it's not set in stone yet. But, you know, just for fun, you know, kind of like a bragging rights type of thing of who got the most matches right, I guess. Honestly, I think the person who wins gets to throw a pie at the other two co-hosts' faces. <laughs> and I know he liked it. <laughs> and there's the prediction music. Oh, so he had to, he got to find the bell ring to do the prediction. Music. Yeah, that's what I wanted to do for you guys. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. A for effort, Steve. I mean, I could just throw this out over and over again if you really want to. We don't need it for every match. After every match. <laughs> Yeah, Christian and I were joking about if the loser will have to wear a bikini top, but then we thought of you wearing one, and we're like, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> oh, God. No way, folks. I would never, ever wear something like that. See, that's... that. 
<laughs> That's when in your mind you would say, like, oh, wait, I hope Kaori loses. But no, you were just like, ugh. Honestly, I think, pie, honestly, I think the whole pie-throwing thing is actually, you, you know. You know, the pie-throwing thing isn't bad, except for the fact we can't make a mess in here, because then we get in trouble. Oh, we have to yeah, clean we have it to up very diligently. Corner. Oh, you know, well, may- maybe we'll think of something fun with that too. That wouldn't be bad. Take nope. the cameras outside, and that's not—it's not a bad idea. We'll, we'll think. We'll 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 mess yeah, around. Yeah, and with if it they have bit. any ideas, please put it in the How chat. How about tweet. we just get duct tape, and if you get it wrong, we'll duct tape you At, per match. How does that work? Yeah, per match, yeah, we'll just one strap and duct tape on a something. string around you for each match you get wrong. <laughs> if you're a cocoon by the end, you realize if someone if someone gets a lot wrong, they will never leave here. Yeah, we can drag him out. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, That's dangerous. Well, let let let's start. Let's start our WrestleMania predictions with. I know you like you want to rub this in my face. The pre-show match. <laughs> that's, why is this a pre-show match between Wade Barrett and Miz for the Intercontinental Title? Did I tell you or did I not tell you, Mister Rosenberg? It's unfortunate, but it's the truth. The Miz versus Wade Barrett, to me, has been a colossal dud in storylines. It is not what it should be. These are two amazing superstars. When did you turn Southern? I know, I was just thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> I made a high When are you from Oklahoma, all of a sudden? Damn right I'm from Oklahoma. What are you talking about, man? But the point of the matter is this. You got the... <laughs> you did the Dusty impression last week. This week... <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Keep going. I have no we idea. We're a southern podcast, okay? <laughs> just go. You guys are making me laugh, but let me just tell you something. <laughs> the Miz versus Wade Barrett should have been much better, or much. Uh, how do you say it in grammatically correct? If sentence. you will. Yeah, it should have been uh, done a lot better storyline-wise. Nobody really cares. It is Saturday morning slam material, and WWE corporate saw that too, and I'm sure they even saw main event and saw what Cameron Cash had to say about it. I reckon. Therefore, <laughs> therefore, I would say uh, it's going to probably be uh, The Miz winning the Intercontinental title, and no one's going to really care, and that's therefore, that's why it's a pre-show match. Um, I, I, I think it's a pre-show at this point, it's pretty because when you think about it, the majority of it was built on our show main event, which in WWE ratings is the number three show between Raw and SmackDown. But, you know, they had a little bit on Raw the last couple weeks with it, but a, a title as as distinguished as the Intercontinental title should not be thrown on a pre-show. I am furious I about that. I mentioned last week, or maybe last week or two weeks ago, that the Intercontinental is my... Intercontinental title is my personal favorite title of them all, so I'm really bummed it's on the pre-show. That said, Miz is going to win, and this way he can set up his next feud, which I will get to in a bit when we talk about him. I'm still but just I'm shocked. Miz. You know, Miz was what? He was on WrestleMania main event, the main event two years ago. Two years ago. And now he's on the pre-show card. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills! That's damn right, Steven. That's damn right. I know. It's It's ludicrous. Ludicrous. It's like we're in the Twilight Zone. I don't get it. It's that type of ludicrous. Wow, look at that. Steve is having a freaking field day today. You are our favorite. And when, you know, when the show reaches the two-hour point, Steve is going to be like, why did I keep doing that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Corey, um, Cameron and I both chose The Miz to become the new intercontinental champion of the world. I Do think, you agree or disagree? I think Miz is going to be the winner, and I think that because it allows this uh, this uh, rivalry to be, 
to lengthen throughout mm-hmm. WWE. Okay. Brain farting. Sorry. It's okay. Oh, yeah. by the way, I I actually forgot I forgot to mention because I I was going to run down everyone's WrestleMania records through this as well. Uh, Wade Barrett currently has an zero and one record at WrestleMania. The Miz is three and zero, and we all think he's going to go four and zero. Mm-hmm. Um, so him have my with the exception of the Undertaker, the longest um, current undefeated streak um, as far as active superstars. Oh, and. One thing I did want to point out, because I noticed it when I was getting all the win-loss records, a lot of people talk um, a lot about how WWE doesn't bring up new guys. Like, it's not, like, pushing, you know, the new blood into the spotlight, per se. We have 10 superstars making their WrestleMania debuts this year. Wow. So it's just like, there are 10 people... Make appear wrestling in their first WrestleMania, and actually the next match we're going to go over um, happens to have three. Or I'm sorry, one, two, four of those ten, mm-hmm. and that is the eight-person mixed tag team match where we have um, the team of Tons of Funk. Tensai has a career one and one record at WrestleMania over the years, mm-hmm. uh, but then Brodus, Naomi, and Cameron all making their WrestleMania debuts. Against a team of uh, the Rhodes Scholars and the Bella Twins. The Bellas are 0-1-1. Cody Rhodes has a 1-2 and record. And Damian Sandow making his WrestleMania debut. Look at that. that I is, know. Isn't that crazy? I didn't know that, man. You really tallied that thing well. I I, tr- I, I wanted to come prepare for this show. This is, this is a big show. This is the last yes. show before the biggest pay-per-view of the year, man. Yes, it's a I very important prepare. show. I, I come prepare. Your excitement, man. You should. You should, man. All right. What do we got? We got... Um, we got we got this interesting eight person tag match. I'm guessing this will probably end up being like a filler match. This is, match will probably be towards the end of the show. What? Oh no! I think I think you're right. Well, we got to remember in years past, a lot of times they'll have like whether it's the Undertaker match or one of the big marquee matches, and then it'll be like the Divas match and then the main event because it's a match where like the audience can kind of catch their breath a little bit before they're really going to go nuts for the next match. Uh, so I can really see this match either coming right after the Undertaker match or right after the Triple H match. I don't think so. Well, we'll we'll see as far as what the order is. I would have to say it's got to be in the beginning somewhere. I think I'm. I think it's more towards the end. I just can't, oh. I can't imagine it being after like something, like CM Punk versus Undertaker, something after the, something that huge. Well, no like way. it's so huge, the crowd went nuts, and it's just like okay. Now we can catch our breath. Go and get put the them to sleep. Take, take a sip. No, no, no. I mean, it's probably going to be the shortest match on the show. But, but, but yeah, yes. so it's an interesting eight-person tag match. Um, I feel both the Road Scholars and Tons of Funk. I don't know. It just feel weird saying that name. Um, I feel both teams need a win to help escalate them in the tag team title picture. Sure. So I've I've really been going back and forth with this match, um, Cameron. Well, let's get let's get your thoughts first on this one. I think the Funk Daddies are going to win. You're going to go with tons of Funk. Oh, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to write that down right over here. You write it down. I'm, I'm I'm keeping notes of all this, Corey. What do you think? I'm going to say based on favoritism, I really like Cameron and Naomi as divas, and because of that, I'm rooting for them, and I'm going to go for tons of Funk. All right. See, I. Like I said, I've been going back and forth with this one, and I really think that that the Road Scholars the next night on Raw will brag that they were victorious, and then on Raw they have a rematch, and then tons of funk win in the rematch. But on the big stage, 
I think uh, something you know, it'll be dirty, you know, whether it's like grabbing the tights or something like that. But I, th- I think I think Road Scholars and the Bellas are going to take it. I'm kind of um, upset with what's happened with Cody Rhodes. I I wish he was, you know, not in and his, his love stash. Well, no, I just the way <laughs> his storyline has kind of not depleted, but it hasn't gone the way I would have liked it to. I liked it um, when he had the mask. He was crazy with the mask. I mean, one thing with Cody Rhodes, whatever kind of story he was with, whether it was when he teamed with DiBiase, when he had the mask, when he was dashing Cody Rhodes, he makes it work. He makes it believable. And that's why I kind of have similar feelings with uh, Corey on this, on the fact that he should be pushed higher than he is right now. Yeah. But, But that being said, I think it's also great for Sandow with this. True. And it will push the two of them more together whenever this ends. We thought it ended a couple months ago and decided to bring it back. So, we shall see. Moving on from that, we're going with, I mean, what I'm guessing, obviously it's just a complete guess, will be the opener of WrestleMania, not kind of the pre-show, because we know that. But the opener of the actual pay-per-view, I think, will be the tag team championship match mm. uh, between Team Hell No and um, Dolph Ziggler and Big E. Mm. Uh, Daniel Bryan, 0-1, um, as we all know, his 18-second defeat last year. Kane is 6-8. and eight. This will be his 15th WrestleMania match. Look at him. Which is insane. Yeah. Um, and going against uh, Dolph Ziggler has a 1-2 and two record, and one of the big things they've talked about, Big E making his wrestling debut, you know, in-ring debut on WWE as a whole, at WrestleMania. Which is awesome. I think it's awesome. I think that's terrible. Why? I don't really care for Big E. I like him. Well, I, ju- I think it's terrible where someone makes their debut where people are working forever to reach. So what, how do you feel about, I guess we'll come to that Fandango later. But Sounds like you're saying Big E has not worked the effort. I mean, I'm sure. Obviously, he worked his effort enough for them to do this, but I mean, but you personally, Mr. Rosenberg, do not agree. I do not. I do not, Cameron. I do not. I do not as well, man. Believe it or not. Boys, calm down. Which, which Wait, is... so you both don't agree with each other? Or... That's we damn both don't agree. Right. We, <laughs> no. we both don't agree that we don't agree with this. No, we both agree that we don't agree. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> Help me, Corey. Yes. Break this match down. What do you think? Uh, <clears throat> that's really hard for me. I, I, I'm, I'm going to lean towards Team Hell No winning. Okay. Yeah. I, um, where are you? Here you are. I, I tend to agree with you. Yeah. I think somehow we're going to see, for one of the very few times, more camaraderie in Team yes. Hell No than we will with Dolphin Big E well, because of the lack of experience that's what on I'm Big thinking. E. Well, also because Dolph has been on this losing streak, and I, I think he's going to keep that streak. I don't know. So I also think, and you know, if you asked me this question like two months ago, I would have said two months ago that Hell No was going to drop the title at the next pay-per-view, but I think they're going to retain once again at WrestleMania. Cameron. I got to disagree with both you guys. Oh, you're going with Dolphin Big E. That's right, going with Ziggy and Big E. <laughs> Ziggy and Big E. You know, uh, since this is Big E's debut at WrestleMania, it wouldn't make sense to me if Big E loses Why? on his debut at WrestleMania because they want to make him come off strong, but masculine. See, that's funny because the fact that it's his first WrestleMania makes me feel like he will lose. lose? Yeah. No way, girl. No way. 
Don't call me girl. He just okay. called you girl. He didn't call me girl. Hey, you're a pretty girl, so it's a compliment. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey. I'm, I'm going to go to the Cameron School of Macking, because that's what I just witnessed. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> no, I appreciate the right. compliment. Thank you. So, and, and speaking of, you know, the WrestleMania debuts, we then go from, from Big E to Fandango versus Chris Jericho. Uh, mm. Y2J with a WrestleMania record of four and seven, surprisingly. That one surprised me. Um, that A, he's, oh, I, I knew it was that, that many, but I didn't remember that he was lost that many. And Fandango, again, in ring debut and WrestleMania debut. So, what do, what do we think on this one, Gaz? What do we think? I this build up. I think we talked about it like a week or so ago. This might be one of the best build ups that we've had for any of the WrestleMania matches, and it's from a guy that has not wrestled at all. It's kind of pathetic. It is the best build up, but it's also it the is. match. It is, but it's also <laughs> the match I really want to see. And the crazy thing is, is that I'm going to predict that Fandango wins. I really believe it. I That's not crazy at all. I don't think you're crazy because even though he is the newbie, I think he's going to win too. And I just want to say I really like Fandango. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know I, I am, like, like I just said a minute ago, I am against you making your in-ring debut at WrestleMania where you worked your way up. But as far as the buildup for him has been fantastic. Now, yes. now I would have liked maybe this buildup to then happen at another pay-per-view, make his debut other than WrestleMania. But, you know, the timing just happens to be like that. But you also know Chris Jericho, he did not have to do this if he didn't want to. The guy has done everything. He didn't have to do WrestleMania this year if he chose not to. But, you know, if they told him, hey, we're going to have you wrestle this guy that's going to make his debut at WrestleMania, a lot of guys would probably say no to that. But Chris Jericho, he sees something in Fandango. Mm -hmm. For him to agree to do this. He sees something that I think we're all going to finally see at WrestleMania. And I'm agreeing with both of you that Fandango will win. And me also saying, me also saying, that's great grammar, that he will be the first person. If Miz wins the Intercontinental title, he'll be the person to take it away from him later on. And I agree with you. You, you, Who's going to take it to Miz? Fandango. Well, Well, if Miz wins it then Fandango will be the person to then eventually take it from this. Ah, I see your way of thinking. And I also got to agree, you know, Jericho, he is a class act. I mean, if you guys see my shirt, I am wearing a Jericho-holic shirt. Uh, nobody yeah, you picked notice. him to lose. What if Fandango <laughs> does not come on in the ring because Chris I will, Jericho I will, doesn't st- pronounce the name correctly? I will stand and applaud. <laughs> that would be amazing if he does that at WrestleMania. It's not going to happen. I mean, it's not going to happen, but it would just be incredible. Oh, my goodness. I think this is going to be a fantastic match. And also, it's it just goes to show that more wrestlers like Jericho uh, should come in and put over these new talent. It really, uh, it, it just goes to show how much Jericho is, is, is amazing. Uh, definitely. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I'm curious, you know, as far as people in the chat making their predictions, and if people agree or disagree with us, you know where they can tell us they can do, where they can tell us if they agree or disagree with us? iTunes, baby! I t- what was that? 
MySpace? To your face? To my face. You can do it to At my face if you go Comedy to the John Club. Lovitz Comedy Club live <laughs> yeah. in person. But for those of you that are a long distance <laughs> away, you can go to iTunes and comment as well as our YouTube page. And you can rate it. And you could share it. And you can subscribe to it. And you can tell people, hey, listen to what these people are saying about WrestleMania. I think this is really dumb. Or I think this is really brilliant. Either way, you mm-hmm. should listen and leave a comment and give us a five-star rating. Boom. That just happened. Going on from that. It did happen. It did happen. You like my segue there? That was, was good. A, it was okay. Now we go to the unstoppable force, meaning the immovable object, in regards this year to Mark Henry versus Ryback. Ry- no, no. I disagree with you. <laughs> no. Ryback making his WrestleMania debut as well. Get this, and this one blew my mind as far as when I was looking at the win-loss records. Mark Henry debuted in WWE in 1996. He's going on 17 years. Wow. His current WrestleMania record is 1-3. and three. What? <laughs> and this year will only be the second singles match that he's had. Really? The only other one was against The Undertaker. Wow, look at that. It's just like, I can't believe that he's been there this long, and this is only his fifth WrestleMania. Well, he was a mid-carder for such a long time. Yeah, know. but mid-carders have matches. It's true. I mean, and, you know, and I just find it very, very surprising. So so this match, I also actually think the last few weeks the build-up for this match has gone pretty well, with the exception of that interesting bench press competition that was on SmackDown a week or so ago. I liked what they did on Raw with them. Like, you know, um, what was it? Oh, yeah, this past Monday, you know, like the contact Mark Henry, good squash on Santino. I think it's a build-up. I think we're going to see a lot more technical wrestling out of Mark Henry than you're going to think. Mm-hmm. And let me, you're looking at me perplexed, and I'm going to explain why. Let me explain why. <laughs> I'm gonna, you're going to see, I'm guessing, obviously, you're going to see Mark Henry focus solely on the back of Ryback. He's going to use bear hugs. He's going to be splashing. And there will be a point in the match where Ryback cannot get him up for the shell shock because his back is in so much pain. But with the feed me more chance and all those people behind (laughs) Ryback, he will eventually get the 400-plus pounder up, slam him down, and Ryback will be victorious. That sounds eerily similar to WrestleMania three. With Hogan and Andre? Yeah. Well, I said the irresistible force, meaning the immovable object, which is what they can't, like, don for Hogan and Andre. Oh, yeah. I didn't catch that. Listen. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so I'm, I'm going with Ryback. I think, I think Ryback will pull it off. And because, honestly, I don't think a loss here hurts Mark Henry. I think a loss would hurt Ryback. Yes, I agree with you. I totally agree, uh, but at the same time, I disagree in uh, one point here, folks, and that I think it's going to be a monstrous uh, boar fest. As much as I love these guys, I feel that Ryback has turned into a Goldberg reject, and that I just many don't, people have thought that. But I that's love okay. I love Mark Henry. He seems to be a wonderful human being, <laughs> and really. <laughs> It's a shame that I think he's going to lose because I do know that Ryback's probably going to win this match. Yes. But again, it's just I don't see anything exciting. It's just going to be a whatever match. See, I think it's going to be an exciting match, and I think Ryback is going to win. And I am thinking, Christian, you and I are on the same score, aren't we? No, there was there was one. Um, I picked the Road Scholars. Okay. And Cameron picked uh, Dolphin Big E. Other than those two matches, we've all been in agreement thus far. We're halfway 
we're about halfway through the WrestleMania card. So we're going to see, because we're getting into the big matches. Yes. So we're going to see how things change. And the first big match I would like to talk about is the World Heavyweight Championship. Jack Swagger with a WrestleMania record of 2-0, and oddly enough. Not a lot of people want to think that he's undefeated at WrestleMania. Versus Alberto Del Rio with an 0-1 record. What do we got, guys? What do we got? They've had a lot and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of buildup for this match with all these promos with Zeb Coulter. This is also a hard one for me to think about in terms of who's going to win. I am leaning towards Del Rio. Why? I don't know. I just kind of more like I just want him to win. <laughs> it's as simple as that, really. You know, and I think it'll keep the feud going. Cameron, what do you think? I also believe that uh, Del Rio is going to win. But, you know, like I've said before, main events, uh, we've done a lot of these shows already. It's been like, what is our fifth show? This storyline has just not been developed properly. I mean, they're just kind of overdoing it. It's like they're hitting a. What do you call it? A dead horse. I mean, the, the horse is dead Beating already. Dead Beating a dead horse. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, we don't really care anymore about this storyline. They have Zeb Coulter and Jack Swagger in front of the White House, or what? not the White House, some sort of monument in Washington. And we don't really care what you're standing in front of. We don't care about this storyline. Just get it done with. As much as I mm. love these guys, they are great athletes, but uh, it just it wasn't properly done. And when Alberto Del Rio wins, it'll probably end this whole uh, this whole theme, even well, for Jack Swagger. I th- um, Chris Mingle mentioned this just now in the chat, but mm-hmm. this is something I also want to mention. I think that this is where... Ziggler will come in with his... Don't spoil what I'm about to say! Oh, I'm sorry! <laughs> see, I die. Because I think this match, we're going to see Swagger naturally continue to work on the injured knee of Del Rio that he's um, you know, damaged to try to set up for the ankle lock. We're going to see lots of submission counters. I think it's going to be a very technical match. Um, hopefully they polish it off well so we enjoy it. Because I know last week I said, you know, I don't know if I'm really going to enjoy this match, but I'm hoping that they, you know, pull it together. We'll see the interference of Zeb. We'll see Ricardo hopping around on his crutches, uh, you know, getting in Zeb's face. Who knows what's going to happen? But in the end, I also feel Del Rio will make Jack Swagger tap to the cross arm breaker. Love it. But... His knee is so damaged, and Swagger maybe even attacks him after the match. All of a sudden, Ziggler's music hits again. Because he was only in the opener, like in my mind. Yeah. Only in the opener. This is later down in the card. Here he comes with the briefcase. Big E by his side, holding Ricardo back. He cashes the Money in the Bank briefcase in and loses. Oh. That's right. I just said it. And he'll get rolled up or something like that. Blame Big E for it. And then that will dissolve. Look at that. That's right. I just threw a curve and a half. You did. Damn, man. He must have had a really experienced a psychic vision. Dude, WrestleMania, I go, yes, exactly. (laughs) WrestleMania, I engulf it. And, And there's so many times where I might be wrong on everything. But it's just like there's so many opportunities and so many different things that you could do here. You know, even if he catches it and wins, it would still be phenomenal too. If you if this segment of yours, this dream, dream sequence happens, you get a bonus bet. That, yeah, that's obviously a bonus. <laughs> that, that'd be a bonus point because obviously that was not a part of it. Mister Rosenberg, as much as I love you, man, and you look, and I'll say it every week, man, you look like Brock Lesnar, dude. How do I look? 
like Brock Lesnar. You do, man. I could what? just see you doing the F1. I'm sorry, the F5. No, no, mine would be an F1. Mine would be an F1. <laughs> but like, can I just say, man? That just a little random, but okay. There's just no way that, that Ziggy is going to just come into that match and, and cash in his money in the bank. I think he's going to do it. If he even does it at WrestleMania, he's going to do it with The Rock versus... He can't. It's the World Heavyweight title match that he gets. Oh, I forgot about that. Wow, I just Boom. made myself look like Boom. an idiot. Boom. Wow. That time you deserved the music, but that's okay. We still love you. Damn. <laughs> I didn't know. He already selected who he wanted it for. That's right. He no, because always... that one was the SmackDown one. The blue one's the SmackDown. The red one was the Raw. Oh, I forgot about the color coding. Man, yeah, I know. They this... don't really have much of a brand extension or anything they're like that. They're making this stuff too complicated. But right. if that's the case, then I still don't but... think it's going to happen at WrestleMania. All right, moving on. We have... The no holds barred career on the line match between Brock Lesnar, a WrestleMania record Your of twin apparently, apparently my twin brother Brock <laughs> Lesnar, with a WrestleMania record of one and one, against Triple H, with a WrestleMania record of seven and nine. Triple H with as with what everyone says, how he's like always in the top matches and things like that. He apparently has lost more WrestleMania matches than anyone ever. Huh. And and you know, and while I was looking this up, here's a random trivia question for you guys. I did not know this when I saw it, so I'll just randomly throw it out there to see if one of you guys is, is smarter than I with this. There are two wrestlers with the worst they're tied with like the worst WrestleMania record of all time. Can you name either one of them? Can you of think of all time? Of all time. Um, it's just re- like, yeah, if you need to take guess, there are two of them that have the same record. Okay, uh, Savio Vega and Doink the Clown. Wrong and wrong. Damn. I don't have any guesses. <laughs> Listen to this Goldust and Jeff Hardy are both 0 5 at WrestleMania. That I found was a very interesting statistic. Man, how did you get these stats? You must I looked have, them up online. You must have one. went to the library and took like a 20-hour study session of tallying these numbers. I w- and you know what I did? I Googled WrestleMania records. <laughs> That's what I did before I came in, and I wrote them all down. Anyway, the tr- Triple H, Brock Lesnar, we know it's going to be bloody. We know it's going to be violent. There is a chat question for you, Christian. Uh-oh. Uh, which I'm afraid. Disappeared. It said, how many times did Triple H put himself in the main events? As far as, I don't have that in front of me, but if I were to guess how many times he was in, like, the last match Uh of WrestleMania, I would guess, I'm guessing six. Six, okay. I don't know. The person in the chat... The person in chat hopefully will answer that question. I'm guessing six. I could, I I don't know offhand. Thank you for the question, Watchtower Base. Oh, hey, Watchtower. Um, So... The violent match. It will probably be blood in this match. There will be lots of weapons. I'm expecting sledgehammers. I'm expecting steel chairs. I'm it's expecting to go. Awesome. I'm expecting the Spanish announce table to go kaput. I want. I want an extra large chair, please. <laughs> there, Big Show's not in this match. We don't have the extra large chairs. <laughs> but in the end, when it is all said and done, oh, by the way, Shawn Michaels is there too. We just found that out on Raw. He's randomly there. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that, that, you weren't too that's of. my comment on that. I, I love Shawn Michaels to death. He is Mr. WrestleMania. There's really no place for him in this one. But in the end, Triple H will hit a pedigree onto something, whether it's still steps, a chair, something, and Triple H will get his revenge on Brock Lesnar. I disagree. All right. There, we got a disagreement, all right? I am mm-hmm. sorry, man. It's turning into like the people's court. Disagree, agree. <laughs> no, it's fine. Yeah, so anyway. Boom, 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 boom. 
Sorry. He did that with his mouth. Yeah, that wasn't uh, that wasn't a soundbite. It's impressive. It wasn't. I know. Oof. It sounded just like the show. I think Brock's gonna win. I think uh, he's gonna break some other body part of either HBK or Triple H. Mm. It is kind of weird that HBK is in this match again, you know, on the sidelines. But really, is it? It's Triple H and HBK, the original members of D Generation X. So they're like a mano y mano. They got to be together. And what other show should they be together than WrestleMania? Let I never think. know what personalities come. I was out. just <laughs> going to say. I feel like every match you have a different accent. <laughs> It's great. I have no idea what you people are talking about, but okay. <laughs> hey, he found it. He found it. Oh, yes. Steve, is that your mouth again? That's crazy. It sounds just like it. All right, Corey, what do you got? So we got like four more matches and less than 10 minutes to rock this out. Okay, well, I am going to say Triple H will get his vengeance. All right, you're going with Triple H as yes. well. All right. And I do think he will have another laceration on his forehead for this show. Oh, yeah, there will be blood. Triple H, he has a lot of lines on his forehead, and I think he's going to add another, is what I'm trying to say. All right. What? <laughs> Steve, there was what, no what? Steve no, a lot of times in wrestling, they get they bleed from their forehead, so they have little scars and little lines on uh, wrestlers that mm-hmm. have been around a long time. They have a lot, pretty much lines and scars on their forehead. And we should clarify, the way they do that is they use a razor blade. Not always. They, sometimes okay. they bleed the hard way. Really? Sometimes. Well, okay, yes, yeah, sometimes. But usually they use a razor blade, and they just... Cut off on their forehead, and then blood starts gushing out all over the place. Now, which voice was that that just came out in your head? Speaking of voices, we got Randy Orton, (laughs) Seamus. How do you like that segue? You like that? It was nice. Randy Orton, Seamus, and the Big Show, or as I like to call them, the Celtic Viper Show, uh, versus The Shield. Uh, Shield, all three members making their WrestleMania debuts. Uh, Randy Orton has a record of 4-5. and Seamus, 1-1. and Big Show, 4-8. and The three of them combined are 9-14. and which, yeah, again, so many guys with these losing records. I yeah. just find it interesting. I think this might be the one match that ends in a DQ at WrestleMania. Huh. I think that's very possible. Um, I, I think it's going to be a very entertaining, very competitive six-man tag. I cannot wait to see what The Shield does. But this match has my giant swerve of WrestleMania. And, this, and I'm just giving myself a little title Your for it. Your giant swerve. The giant swerve of WrestleMania. of WrestleMania. Because I feel in some bizarre way, we will find out that there is a leader of the Shield. Huh. You are reading my Am mind. Am I reading your yes, mind? Yes, you are. Oh, you Am I reading your mind? So because maybe, maybe we're like, oh, damn it, we're doing the same thing. Because I feel the leader is Randy Orton. Really? I was going to say the big show. Randy Orton is going to screw Sheamus. Somehow the Shield is going to win. Wow. And this is going to catapult Orton into the main event pitcher as soon as the next pay-per-view. Actually, what I envisioned was a little different. All right. What I envisioned was Big Show being the secret new member of the Shield. And then within a few weeks after that, he's going to grow a beard. He's going to paint. <laughs> he has a beard already. <laughs> he's <laughs> <laughs> You, guys well, he's gonna you grow, lose again. No, he's going to grow it out longer is what I'm trying to okay. say. And he's going to paint it black. And that's right. <laughs> that's right. It's going to be like Bash at, the, Bash at the Beach circa 1996 when Hogan goes to the NWO. We're going to see something like that. But you got to remember, Orton and all these things have been playing Peacemaker. He's not been acting like himself around Sheamus and Big Show. He's been, he hasn't been like the psychotic viper. 
He's been playing Peacemaker, and because he's setting them up, I know it. I just know it somehow. So, I don't think so. So do you think Shield's winning then, too? Because oh, of yeah. Big Show? Shield is going to win. And I mean, okay. the reason why I think it's the Big Show, folks, is because that Big Show has been in, you know, all these segments with Matt Stryker getting interviewed. And, you know, is he, is he the lone shark? Is he the, the questionable man? I think he is. I think he is. I think the Shield's going to win. We all say I, Shield. I, you know, the Shield has a lot more solidarity than these three that I've just put together out of partial disgust with each other. The three of them winning their WrestleMania debut match. Look at that. From there, we have the streak on the line. I don't need yes. to tell you. I don't need to tell you this guy's win loss record. We already know that Undertaker, twenty and zero. Really? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, oh yeah, breaking news. <laughs> against four days for WrestleMania against CM Punk. Who actually has a record of three and three? I didn't realize this is already his seventh WrestleMania. No way. Yeah. Oh man. And the buildup for this match I've found completely different than any other because Undertaker has done absolutely nothing in this buildup, in my opinion. He's had very short promos, they're very generic promos. You know, like you made this personal at WrestleMania, I'm going to hurt you. I don't care about the streak, or you know, mm-hmm. and it's been punk carrying it and with all these unique things. That said, the streak ain't ending. Come on, the streak can't end. Yeah, I don't think it's going to end either. The streak can't end. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be... Maybe the best. Maybe. I'm thinking this will be like a 30-minute match. It will be a good, long match. A very entertaining match. Yeah, absolutely. I do want to actually talk about, though, in main event uh, last night, because this is... uh, We do this show one day after. The next day, yep. It was interesting, but also really puzzling to me. And that we had to wait so long, so long, for Paul Heyman to come out as Paul Bear. It didn't feel that long. It felt like minutes, which to me well, is too long. It was minutes, wasn't it? That was well, a couple it, minutes. It should, yeah. been, it should have been a few <laughs> seconds. And just looking at Undertaker, his, his bewilderment, trying to figure out who's going to come out. Honestly, when I was seeing that segment, I thought Ace of Base. You guys remember Ace of Base? I yes. thought Ace of Base was going to come out and Ace, sing. Like, like the 90s yeah, pop group? That's what? right. And I thought they were going to sing their hit song, Happy Nation, which has a similar kind of uh, beginning, you know. Uh, I would think Don't Turn Around. Okay. I don't want to see you. No, 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 no. If you listen to this song, YouTube folks, my fans <laughs> out there, YouTube Happy Nation, and it's the same kind of intro. I know what interlude. Happy Nation is. Come on. Really, that's what I thought I was going to say. And I thought Undertaker was going to do the Macarena in the ring. I mean, it was just weird. That whole, that whole, it just went too oh, long. So you're one of the and then, that. And then they, he has to unscrew the urn. And whose ashes are coming out? Is it Paul Bear's ashes? I sure hope not, because that would be very disrespectful to that man. Or was it Undertaker's parents? It's interesting, but like I said, I didn't really Something, get- Some things are not answered for reasons to make us keep guessing like that. Oh, but so but you're so you're but you're taking on a tick. Look at our our boy right here, Steven. He's hooking you up, Cameron. He's hooking you up. Thanks, oh, oh, oh crank it up. <laughs> Hell yeah. This is my jam. Yeah. Turn it into some Neil Euro pop dance party. This all is right. why we're the best show. This is the greatest show of all time. <laughs> so so you're taking Undertaker as well then? Yeah man. Undertaker. Alright, everyone's I mean. taking Taker. No one no one's been against the streak. It's a partially because they have to honor. All right. And and finally, well. the grand finale, the main event, the people's champion, and also the WWE champion, in case anyone forgot. The Rock goes one-on-one with John Cena. We've had, the, I mean, technically you could say it was a year-long buildup for twice in a lifetime. I, about two weeks ago, I would have had a different answer than I do now. But no. when it's all said and done, Rocky, no. Rocky. 
The Rock <gasps> is going Rock. to shock the world, he retain the, the title, and Cena is going to finally snap and go heel. Exactly. Okay. I, I, and I, WrestleMania I, is going to end with Cena like throwing chairs, attacking refs, and all of that. Oh Christian, God. I don't know what's going on tonight, but we got some. I know. It's yeah. He turns to the dark side. Cena turns to the dark side. Not only does he turn to the dark side, but damn Christian. We're agreeing on most matches We got some telepathy, telekinesis. I don't know what's going on, but I'm feeling your rays coming into my brain. (laughs) Anyway, I would have to say that uh, Rocky's going to win. Corey? I'm sorry. Um, I would say I'm still standing side with Cena. He is going to win. I do think he'd be cool as a heel. I just want him to turn. All right, so, so a quick... Um, a quick breakdown of all of our matches here. By the way, yes. the answer to that Watchtower question was six. I was right. So, Give me applause. I want some applause for that. I was hoping for the... <laughs> oh. <laughs> I guess when you ask for applause, you should get booed. Give that makes the sense. the tomato throwing. <laughs> the tomato throw and the little hook pulling me off stage. Yes. Um, so, yeah, quick recap of all of our matches here. Uh, Way Bear versus The Miz. We all chose The Miz. Um, tons of Funk versus Road Scholars and the Bellas. I took Road Scholars. The two of you took uh, Tons of Funk. Tag team title match. Corey and I took Hell No. Cameron, you took Dolph and Big E. We all went with Fandango. We all went with Ryback. We all went with Del Rio. Um, Cameron chose Brock Lesnar to defeat Triple H, which was a little um, like the surprise one, honestly, in my opinion there. We all picked Shield. We all picked Taker. Corey is sticking with her champ, John Cena. So we got a few a few things that could decide which one of us gets like some nice bragging rights, um, you know, next week. And then, you know, and obviously we'll have a regular full-length main event next week, so we'll be that, back with all of that. Um, and in the meantime, if you're in the area, you can go to the John Lovitz Comedy Club and hang out with all of us and watch many of there and a live post-WrestleMania podcast with us and the crew from Raw and the crew from SmackDown. Have a ball. And in the meantime, though, Cameron... Where can people contact you and tell you how much they agree with your predictions or how much they disagree with your predictions? I hope you enjoyed my accent for today. <laughs> Which one? Exactly. I, I lose Tune track, for guys. More next week. I really do lose I, uh, track. I uh, hope you enjoyed my uh, accent today. I, yeah. I, uh, I uh, hope you enjoyed my accent. Anyway, follow me <laughs> at LA Expos. No E before the X. I love all of you guys, and I hope you enjoy WrestleMania with all of us at the John Lovitz Comedy Club. Yes, I have a couple things to say. Come to the John Lovitz Club. Follow me at K-A-O-R-I-O-U-S anywhere, Instagram, Twitter. And starting on Saturday, April 13th, there will be a video game podcast courtesy of AfterBuzz TV. I will be there. And finally tonight at 8 o'clock, I will be on Iconic Radio talking about WonderCon. Can I just say you're the hottest gamer I've ever seen in my life? (laughs) (laughs) I won't tell her boyfriend you said that. (laughs) Even though everyone can watch and listen to this. You can follow me... At C Rosie VOC. Um, you could also, um, as far as wrestling stuff, April 26th, live on iPay-Per-View. The Insane Wrestling League presents Will Back Down. The IWL.com for details. You can also watch it on your Roku now. Um, I also now am on the panel for The Voice After Buzz, which is Monday nights at uh, 10 Pacific, 1 Eastern. And um, John Lovitz, WrestleMania. Guys, on behalf of Cameron Corey, I'm Christian Rosenberg. Enjoy WrestleMania. We will see you next week. 
from Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later! later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 